InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. A recent report suggests that Americans could live an extra 19 years if they pick the right company to work for. Joining us to discuss this is Dr. Lee Newman, director of the Colorado School of Public Health's Center for Health, Work, and Environment. How do you respond to the recent report suggesting Americans could live to nearly 90 years with 95% of those years in good health? First of all, I think that everything is pointing in that direction. Whether it's exactly 90 years, I think we have to understand that there are lots of factors that influence that. But Chris, we can definitely be doing better than we are right now in terms of longevity and also in terms of healthy years. Can you explain the significance of wellness care becoming an employee benefit in the United States? Sure, I'd be happy to. And this is where I may quibble a little bit with the Deloitte report. They refer to it as wellness care. I actually think that a better way to think of this is a more comprehensive concept, which we call total worker health. And I'll just add, this is an idea that has been presented for over a decade by the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC. NIOSH is their Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. And it's a notion that we can have organizations doing better, which means leaders of organizations doing better to promote the health, the safety, and the well-being of workers. It goes beyond traditional ideas of so-called wellness. Well, unfortunately, the U.S. lifespan has decreased in recent years. I'm curious what you think the main factors are besides COVID-19 and drug overdoses. Is there anything else happening there? Well, those are two of the most significant impacts. And the data are pretty clear that our epidemic related to COVID and our epidemic, our ongoing epidemic related to opioids and other substance uses continues to impact us negatively in terms of lifespan. But we continue to also struggle with addressing chronic illnesses like diabetes, heart disease. You know, these continue to be foreseen a leveling or a decline in terms of our longevity here in the U.S. Dr. Newman, this report points out that employers are uniquely positioned to drive a change in health and wellness. Why the employers? What's the reason for that? Well, first of all, let's just agree that one of the most important things for adults in the U.S. is for them to have employment and for that employment to ensure their health and their safety. So when we think about the number of us who are in the workplace, what is the role of an employer in helping to promote our health and safety? Well, they need to create favorable work conditions. They're interested in having a productive workforce to meet their mission, whether it's selling something or providing a service. And what all of our research shows is that for leaders of organizations to have a productive workforce to meet their mission, they have to work on their organizational culture. And two of the biggest inputs into that culture is to uh, show people that employers care about their health and safety. We're talking with Dr. Lee Newman, director of the Colorado School of Public Health's Center for Health, Work, and Environment. And we're talking about a report that says, with the assistance of employers, bosses at companies, Americans could live quite a bit longer. You just have to pick the right company to work for. What is the significance of the right company? What does that point to? Well, the right company is really code for the right boss, the right leaders, and those are the people who in an organization can establish the policies and the practices 
and also model the way to promote a culture that creates better well-being and, frankly, better health for employees. So this would be a system that celebrates wellness? It does. And it also celebrates safety. You can have a wellness program which promotes healthy eating, for example, but if your employees are still injuring themselves on the job, falling off the roof, it doesn't matter how many apples you put in the basket. So you have to take those together, Chris. The report suggests that a one-size-fits-all approach does not work when you're designing wellness benefits. What insights can you share on the nuances that employers should consider? The starting place is for employers to understand that there's a systematic way in which they can be examining how the organization can, number one, harm someone, lead to poorer health, and also, number two, how they can help someone, how they can promote better health. So what are the organizational factors that lead to better outcomes is really the question. And there is a system for doing that. So you mentioned the importance of quality leadership in creating mental well-being for the employees. How significant is the role of culture in the workplace? It's everything. Uh, You know, it's been said that culture eats strategy for breakfast, for lunch. You can see lots of ways it's been quoted. And I think that's true. And when we're talking about that, you know, think about a time. And I won't ask you, Chris, if you've ever had a toxic boss. But many of us have. So don't answer that question. Okay. But how do leaders impact employee health, safety, and well-being? We have in these organizations the potential to increase or decrease workers' stress, to help them integrate work into the rest of their life, to help people be able to address chronic disease and maybe prevent worsening of chronic disease. And here, think about stress leading to poor mental health, for example, affecting sleep, These are the kinds of things that leaders can improve or worsen, and organizations have a role to play. I heard a story once about a boss who was a good boss, but somebody had really been failing in their job, and they were called on the carpet and yelled at, and sadly went home and that person died of a heart attack that night. Is that possible that there's a relation there that stress can kill you like that? Yes, there is. And in Japan, there's even a recognized, they have a word for it. I I don't speak Japanese, but they even have a word for working oneself to death. And that's usually in a workplace where the company, the bosses have placed impossible job demands on the individual and frankly, taken away the autonomy, the ability for people to have any input onto how the work gets done. So high job demands and low control over how you get the work done is a toxic combination and has been related to heart disease, to poor sleep, to increasing levels of stress, depression, suicide. Much of it streams from there being stressors in the workplace related to how we as employers place demands on our employees. Dr. Newman, on the positive side, I'm just wondering, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you could Perhaps share a story about somebody who had this incredibly positive workplace and lived longer. There are lots of examples. I like to say to the people who work in my own group that we're hiring good people into good jobs, but we don't always have a good fit. So part of effective leadership and supervisor's job is to find good fits between the worker and the work that we're asking them to do. The kinds of things that I've seen as success stories have been thinking about people who, and we, you know, we were talking about the opioid epidemic earlier, 
Think about people who are in recovery from substance use problems. We see people who are doing their best to deal with their lifelong issues around substance use who are employed or who want to be employed and who want to re-enter the workplace and be successful. And I know of individuals who have been in that situation where with the right leadership and the right support of the organization, people in recovery can be successful in returning to the workplace and avoid the backsliding that is a risk for them. And much of that is because of organizational support and having an organization that is friendly to those of us who are struggling with that or other kinds of health conditions. Dr. Lee Newman, director of the Colorado School of Public Health Center for Health, Work, and Environment. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. I've really appreciated talking to you, Chris. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.